This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 another glorious weekend, and that means another glorious Monday as you and I are hanging out together. First thing on this Monday, anyways, it is June the 21st of 2021, day 172 of the year, and only, yeah, only, 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 only. 193 days left to go hopefully you had a fantastic weekend you were able to do the father's day celebration if you were into that thing uh if you have children or if you were celebrating or if you are a child of someone which i guess that kind of falls into almost every single category um across the sequence right there anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse of safety fm yeah that's what we're doing. And we're also hanging out with that other place that we hang out with from time to time. Almost like all the time. Radio. So there you go. We're hanging out with our sister station, Radio Big, as things are going on inside of this lovely world of ours. So hopefully everything went good over the weekend and you are ready to rumble as we are getting to move forward into this week. Anyways, let's start talking about what is going on inside of the world of the news. If you're not familiar with the show, kind of let me tell you how the world goes here. Uh, what ends up taking place is that we bring in some professional broadcasters. They talk about what's going on. Um, then I kind of give you my nonsense of going on. Um, but prior to doing all that stuff uh we start talking about the things that were trending and now depending on the day the trends could be different things of course so normally on mondays we talk about the hashtags of what was actually hashtagging for over the weekend so let's get it from the very top hashtag juneteenth 2021 was trending on saturday as social media users celebrated the new federal holiday politicians celebs and other influential people honored the day with tweets supporting their favorite black artist creators etc Another hashtag making the sequence was the reason why I quit landed on Twitter. The top 10 tweets over the weekend uh, tweets included my mental health and peace was more important than my paycheck. It seemed easier than explaining to my boss that why I was breaking up with my wife. My crazy, uh, my, my crazy was boss always was yelling at me whatever that means um exercising because i love being a couch potato so there you go as you can see it was a, a large sequence of things uh that was making the reference right there um another hashtag that was seeing um across the board was mil versus mkn was trending saturdays milwaukee bucks te- bested the brooklyn nets 115 to 111 the overtime in game seven to win the series the bucks will head down to the eastern conference finals man i haven't kept up with anything in basketball for years couldn't even tell you what the hell's going on who's the coach for what and who plays for where uh so there you go uh 
Hashtag DeSantis was trending on Sunday as angry Twitter users bashed the Florida governor after a driver drove into uh, people attending a pride parade while many media outlets called the accident, uh, the incident an attack and made it political. Turns out the driver was one, gay, uh, two, an attendee, three, drunk, four, hit the gas instead of the brake. Uh, so there you go. Some interesting uh, stuff going on inside of there. And then last but not least, you're going to imagine which hashtag I'm going to tell you. Uh, should you imagine? Because I think it might be the easiest one. Was Father's Day. Trending on Sunday, as social media users posted tributes to their dads. So let me ask you about this, because I always think it's kind of interesting on when you start seeing, like, tributes and all that kind of fun stuff. So yesterday, did you place a social media post to celebrate your father or did you actually go about and contact the man the woman the child whatever um and tell them you know hey this is what's going on i mean i'm just asking the question some people do it differently some people do the hashtag some people do the post some people do the phone call some people do you know the old school snail mail letter but what do you do I mean, I always think it's kind of interesting if you're able to meet up in person. That's fantastic. Uh, my father lives many states away, so it makes it a little bit more difficult to do. Um, so I'm just wondering. I called the old man. Did I call the old man? What did I do yesterday? I'm not even sure. Matter of fact, no, I sent him a text. That's what it was. We text. My dad's into texting. You know, you don't want that awkward phone call of, hey, uh, you know, I was told to call you. <laughs> you know, and then you kind of do the the jibber jabber stuff, you know. What do whatever it is. I will put it to you this way. It is probably a terrible thing to say. If you have the opportunity to meet in person or make the phone call, do so because then it becomes too late. You can't do that shit. You're going to regret it later on. I know. Starting off with a fantastic idea as we're talking about this first thing in the morning. Uh, so let's start going into what is going on inside of the world of the news. If you care to do that, and we'll start talking about that right away. We'll bring you our friends at feature story news yeah i did say feature story news and they'll be telling you they'll be telling you all about what is being featured in the news right now here is the news on the rising bar safety show from feature story news in london i'm ollie barrett ethiopia is voting in elections delayed by the coronavirus outbreak the polls come amid rising tensions in the country and an ongoing conflict in the northern tigray region Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed hopes to secure a popular mandate for the first time since coming to power in 2018. India is relaunching its vaccination drive for COVID-19. Six months since it started inoculating citizens, the drive in a country that manufactures more vaccines than any other has been plagued by shortages. Now the central government's centralising the process of vaccine procurement with the promise that a majority of Indians will get the vaccine for free, Nihapunia reports. The Indian government is taking back control and will be procuring 75% of all the vaccines that India needs. These doses will then be given to state governments who can administer them to citizens free of charge. Procurement was decentralized last month, which meant states could directly purchase vaccines. This pitched regional governments against each other as they fought to source vaccines that were already in short supply. Does the Modi government directly procuring vaccines mean more shots for India? 
India and an end to the shortage problem that was plaguing the country? Well, it doesn't appear to be the case because supply lines are still limited. The government claims that the aim is to fully vaccinate all 900 million adults in India by the end of this year. But even with this rejigged vaccination policy, most experts agree that's an unrealistic target. Neha Punia, New Delhi. The Tanzanian government says there are indicators of a third wave of COVID-19. Isaac Lakando reports from Dar es Salaam. Tanzania's Ministry of Health says its COVID-19 monitoring reports, coupled with the country's interaction with other nations, point to the possibility of a third wave of the coronavirus occurring. In a statement, the Ministry of Health is reminding citizens not to ignore the disease, issuing new instructions to the public. It is directing the public to take precautions, including wearing masks, using sanitizers, and washing hands with soap and running water. The ministry further notes that the number of patients diagnosed with the coronavirus in Africa has been increasing in the past five weeks, including neighboring countries, and infections have doubled compared to the second wave. It has not, however, mentioned any numbers of those that have been diagnosed in Tanzania so far. The UK government says it's on track to fully reopen the English economy on the 19th of July. Remaining COVID-19 restrictions were due to be removed today, but ministers paused due to a rise in cases of the Delta variant. Business Minister Kwasi Kwarteng says he thinks the 19th of July is achievable. We looked at the data, we thought we need to get a bit more time to get more information and also uh, to make sure that more people had got their, their vaccines and I think we'll be able to get there on the 19th of July and fully reopen. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, reflecting today on the appalling news from Brazil over the weekend that the country has now surpassed half a million COVID-19 deaths as President Jair Bolsonaro continues in his refusal to act over the threat the pandemic poses to the country. Public health experts say the situation is now critical, with another fresh wave of infections hitting Brazil. Only 11% of Brazilians have been fully vaccinated against the virus, and there were anti government protests by thousands of people across several cities this weekend. But reporter Sam Cowie, based in Sao Paulo, says Bolsonaro's supporters are largely standing by him. From the beginning, you know, he's, you know, he first started treating it as a conspiracy when he was hanging out in Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump. Then it went to just being a little cold and it was, oh, just, you know, man up and get on with things. He's not backing down. He's, in fact, doubling down. Uh, his popularity has slipped quite dramatically. There's elections next year. He's certainly a very resilient politician. He commands a kind of like fanatical fan base that probably accounts for about maybe like 15 to maximum 20 percent of the population. And those are people that stick with him through thick and thin. The president suggested last week it's better for people to catch COVID-19 and build up immunity to the virus that way than to be vaccinated. Intensive care unit beds are in short supply all over the country. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, India's relaunching its COVID-19 vaccination drive and says the majority of its citizens will get the jab free. The UK government says it's on track to fully reopen the English economy on July 19th. Nigerian police say 14 criminals have been killed after an attempted siege on a police station. And the party of Armenia's acting deputy prime minister, Nikol Pashinyan, has won snap parliamentary elections. That's the latest feature story news. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. 
Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of this glorious world of ours as we're having the discussion of the different things inside of the world of the news. Good morning, Mr. Wolford. Her for everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods. Um, so there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get into the swerve here of exactly what is going on inside of the world of the news. Ten people, including nine children, died on Saturday in a fiery 15-vehicle crash in Butler County, Alabama. Officers said that uh, two of the vehicles, an SUV carrying a father and a daughter and a small bus carrying girls from Tallapoosa, 
County Girls Ranch hydroplaned as a tropical depression uh, Claudette plowed through the region. Uh, one of the victims was identified as Cody Fox, 29, who died, was driving with his nine-month-old daughter. The eight girls on the bus, who ranged from ages 4 to 17, were not identified. So that all happened yesterday during Father's Day. Terrible, a terrible thing to hear. I mean, regardless, a death is a death. Uh... We talk about these things because we want to know exactly what is going on inside of the world of the news. So this is why I bring these things up to you. So bear with me as we go through them together. Uh, Let's continue talking some more. Walmart may soon lose the title of the nation's largest retailer based on current estimates by Amazon. Should surpass Walmart as the largest U.S. retailer in the next year, according to J.P. Morgan Analytics. Pandemic shopping helped accelerate Amazon's rise. To the top. So when you hear stuff like this, I mean, let's let's just kind of be realistic. Uh, Walmart is still a gigantor uh, place, and so is uh, you know Amazon. So when you take a listen to this, does it make you think? Well, um, I am thinking that I should go to one of the big boys. I should go to one of the big boys and start hanging out there. Or do you look at it and go, okay, I will still continue to do what I do with the company that I do it with, or the company that you started? Or the company that you're doing the gimmick with? I don't know. I'm asking you the question. I mean, some people like working for giant companies. Some people don't. So how do you take a look at it? My fan has wigged out on me, so that's why I'm not looking at the at the camera at the moment, just in case you're wondering what the hell I'm doing. It's kind of um, decided to do this weird offset thing, but that's cool. Uh, so let's continue talking real quick about some other things going on real quick around the world. A brown bear went into eight-hour rampage, including four people in northern Japan on Friday. Uh, The animal was first spotted walking through the streets of Sapporo, where it attacked about an 80-year-old woman, a man in his 70s, a 40-year-old, and a soldier located in the military based there. Hunters finally shot the bear after it ran into the forest. Officials at the Sapporo Environmental Department are investigating how the animal ended up in the city. Uh, the conditions of the four people under the attack is, is currently unknown. So I'm sure we'll get some more uh, some more info about all that stuff. But it makes it kind of interesting as you do take a look at it. Um, what is exactly what's Duh. going on there? I wonder if it was a Yogi Bear moment. I mean, seriously. Uh, seizures of the deadly drug fentanyl continue to rise of on the border. So last month, border um, agents reported a 300% increase in seizures of the drug compared to May of last year. Why do we continue to compare shit to last year? I mean, it's kind of hard to say, oh, yeah, there wasn't that many people hanging out because of, well, let's kind of remember what was going on. So far this year, seizures are up 56% compared to 2020. Well, yeah, I would think so. Probably a lot less people traveling, trying to bring the stuff in. What do you think? Just a thought, just a thought process as I am talking about this. So let's continue talking some more here, because I always think that this is going to be important on the things that are going on inside of our little world. More sarcasms than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R safety show. Okay, NASA scientists have determined that the Earth's atmosphere has been trapping the unprecedented amount of heat. According to new research from NASA and the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, yeah, that place known as NOAA. Uh, Earth energy's imbalance has doubled from 2005 to 2019. The doubling is due to the increase of greenhouse gases, the increase in water vapors, and the decrease in cloud and 
sea ice. The study concluded that less the rate of heat intake lowers the oh, hold on. The study concluded that unless the rate of heat intake lowers, the Earth is getting great a greater chance uh, greater changes in climate. Well, that's not great to know. But then again, you know, we will have the discussions that will continue to go on that climate change is not real, according to some. And it is according to others. Well, what do you think it is? I guess it's really up to you, huh? Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so let's talk about this. Juneteenth was celebrated in major cities across the country on Saturday. In Brooklyn, a statue of George Floyd was unveiled. In New York, the Grand Central Terminal and Niagara Falls were lit up red, black, and green. Many in Tulsa, Oklahoma took part of an open-air community yoga class to celebrate the day. Well, that's different. Uh, the new federal holiday commemorates to the end of slavery back, slavery back in June 19, 1865, when the final group of slaves in the Galveston, Texas, learned and they were free. So there you go. Good to see a new federal holiday because of this important event that occurred back in the day. That is for sure something that should be acknowledged and honored going forward. A pistachio company in California noticed that thousands of pounds of its product had gone missing, prompting a police investigation. The Tulare County Sheriff's Office posted about the missing pistachios on its Facebook page, saying that the Touchstone Pistachio Company noticed that it was missing somewhere around uh, 42,000 pounds of pistachios during a routine audit. It was eventually discovered in a tractor uh Field with about 2,000 pounds of snacks of pistachios had been stolen and parked in a nearby lot. Alberto Montemayor, a truck driver for the company, was arrested for stealing and attempted to resell pistachios. <sighs> Facebook comments of the incidents did not uh, disappoint, with others saying, Good job, detectives. I guess they're really crack, uh, cracked this case. Guy must have been nuts to do some things like this and try to get away with it. Really? You're going to go to jail over pistachio selling? I mean, not. don't get me wrong here. The The gig that you had going on is that you were trying to resell pistachios. They noticed there was 42,000 pounds missing. So they caught you with 2,000 pounds. So does this mean that you have already pulled this little gimmick off 20 times or so before anybody even noticed? Number one, the auditing process sounds like it sucks. But number two, what the hell's going on there? Just crazy. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so listen to this one real quick. Um, a Ukrainian couple has called it quits after being handcuffed together for 123 days. Alexander Kudai and Victoria Pustatuviotova. Yeah, let's make sure I don't ever say that again. 29 handcuffed themselves together earlier this year as a last-ditch effort to save their rocky romance. Uh, the pair documented their journey, which included using the bathroom in front of one another. Oh, that's lovely. And on Instagram for their four, for their 7,800 followers. The cops were removed on May the 19th during a ceremony that was supervised by the Ukrainian record chief Vitaly Zorin and broadcast on national TV. Hold on. You got national TV from 7,800 followers? Anyways, uh, the pair set a world record for the most time spent chained together. Uh, it's because you're not married. Uh, the mayor reports that Zorin asked the newly single let's just say Victoria because it'll be easier, who turned him down explaining that she wants to fly solo for a while. 
How do you say that exactly? Um, thank you for the thank you for the proposal, but I am opting to go out on my own here. And you know what I always find that's interesting is when this thing happens. Let's uh let's get married. No, seriously, let's get married. Uh, I don't want to do that right now. Let's get back to that later. Do you think the relationship is going to continue after you say something like that? I always kind of find that kind of interesting on how that's going to work. Luckily enough, luckily, I will say that hasn't happened to me. So we'll just keep it at that. I think that might be the best way to leave that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, authorities in Allentown, Pennsylvania are investigating a suspicious wave of dog deaths in the city. Officials remain uh, tight-lipped about the details of the case, telling the morning call that it is an active active probe. There you go. The dog cause of death and how many have died was also not disclosed. Hold on. I want to know more about this like what are we talking about here i mean if this is making a national news story this is something that we should talk about how many deaths are we talking here i mean it can't be one or two it has to be a pretty high number as one would would imagine so some things to think about for sure i mean have you heard about this story it's interesting on the stuff that we that um that we get on a Monday. At least this Monday it wasn't guns, guns, guns. Because normally on Monday I feel like we're talking about the shooter rate that's going around. Maybe we'll get those tomorrow. Okay, I'm not hoping here. I'm just saying in general. Anyways, it is 25 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking here. A Korean War veteran fulfilled a lifelong dream Saturday when he went skydiving. It was also his 90th birthday. Hey now, Joseph Del Jaramillo told Fox 13 out of Salt Lake City that he had wanted to join the Army's 101st Airborne Division, but he didn't weigh enough at the time. Still proudly fought overseas and saved another man's life, earning him a purple heart. Jaramillo told the outlet that he wants to do it again on his 95th birthday. Holy monkeys. Jumping out a perfectly good plane. Hey, if that's your gig, good for you. But interesting, at his 90th, this is what he decides to do. Now, for all those people that have been out skydiving at some point or another, I'm sure that when I tell you that story, it's pretty interesting. You kind of think about it and go, oh, cool. But when you think about it from the other side and go, hmm, the people that are scared to death of skydiving, it's not really that they're scared to death of skydiving. They're just really scared to death when it comes to gravity. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, as we circle around the 26 minute past the hour type of thing, let's start talking about, well, that other portion, what we call our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's get into it. I have will tell you that I continue to circle the interwebs, taking a look around at the millions and the millions of things that are being posted. Uh, I do that because I like just to torture myself. But what I want to really get down to as of recent that I've been taking a look to a look into is job postings. The interesting part that we're seeing inside of our world 
of job postings. And let me kind of go through that real quick. So if you are a safety professional, I will always strongly encourage you to constantly be on the lookout of what are the trends that you're seeing inside of the world of safety. I should tell you, I would tell you that regardless of what you were doing, just for the sake of doing so. You want to see what is trending, what people are looking for, and so on. We've had the conversations in the past of people looking for certifications and all that kind of fun stuff. So that's not that wouldn't be anything new or anything different to say, hey, let's make it the main story. But let's talk about a new trend that we're seeing more and more of. And the trend consists of misrepresentation. So let me explain what I mean here. So you know that you have to go through countless countless hours of filling out apps or actually posting resumes, blah, 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 if you're looking on your own. But what we're starting to see a lot of, because I've actually been doing some searching and talking to a lot of people about this, is people saying that the position consists of X, Y, and Z, titling it, boom, and then you find out that the position title is not exactly what the job description was. So let me explain here. So recently I was interacting with some people and they had this one job that was available and it had 11 points. Boom, 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 boom. And it was all about retention and grabbing and doing and blah, 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 blah. But the what they had titled the position compared to what the job description was to the portion on when they were looking to hire people was not exactly how the job was described. And the interesting thing that we're starting to see more and more inside of our little niches of things is people actually posting jobs that rely heavily on what we'll call safety-related items. But when you start going into it and going down the path of being hired for it, you might end up being in an operational role. And I know that you're going to sit back for a moment and take a listen to this and go, well, I've heard you say before that we should get away from being a safety department and really tied into something else where it kind of blends. And yes, you would be absolutely correct if you did hear me say that in the past, and that has not changed. But what I find that's interesting is that why would you list something as a safety manager and then when you come into it, you find out that it's more of an operations manager position. Now, as you take a look at this, it can kind of, well, throw off some of the, the things that you're planning on doing. The other portion is, as we start getting more popularized with algorithms and so on, the other funny part about this is you kind of have to find out that your key words really, really hit everything across the board for you to get into that algorithm for it to select you of as one of the select few of the people that they're actually looking for. So I keep on looking at this and I go, okay, so if you have to look at your resume and you have to have your resume have the key word for it to hit what you're trying to get into, which that makes sense to an, ex- to an extent, but also at the same part too, as you're looking at this, sometimes people will change their resumes, mostly it should be your cover letter, but will change their resumes to hit the keywords indicators inside of an algorithm, even though they are not qualified for a position. Think about it for a moment. 
If you've ever been able to be on the other side and you've had to hire someone, you might have noticed this sequence of events occurring. I can tell you that I can sit back for a moment and and think about this thing that I had occur at this uh, one of the last large companies that I worked for, where this person turned around and they told me on their resume on how they had several years of DOT experience. And they were very familiar with driver logs and all that kind of fun stuff and how to actually get them to work. And that they had, I mean, I want to say it was somewhere close to like 10 years experience on interacting with driver's log. Now, this is before they went electronic. Just want to give you a timeline here. And I gave the person as they came in for the interview a driver's log. That was purposely messed up because that's the kind of interview that I do. And they looked at it and said everything was fine. And I knew, and it wasn't like something that was going to be extremely difficult to figure out what was wrong. It was a pretty simple issue. And they looked at it and said, cool. And I did multiple ones that were messed up and, oh, everything was fantastic. So misrepresenting themselves to an extent when it came to the driver log issue. But what I have the most frustration with with the misrepresentation portion about the whole thing is not so much with the employee because that's what i'm supposed to be doing i'm supposed to be interviewing to make sure that i understand what you have going on but it's when an employer turns around and does the misrepresentation of what they're looking for because they're using key jargon in their job description to make sure that i could lure you in you know the typical bait and switch stuff you understand what i'm saying so here's the thing I think that most of the times when we do interviews with people inside of organizations, not like we would do on the radio, of course, but when we do interviews with organizations, we kind of forget a couple of things here. Number one, it is as important for them to interview you as it is for you to interview them. I think sometimes we tend to forget that. And you have to make sure that as you're trying to establish this relationship, because that's what it ends up being to an extent. That you start off on the honest path. And when somebody starts misrepresenting the organization, there is going to be problems in your relationship going forward. You know, we can go talk about the, well, the foundation needs to be on a solid foundation and your pillars. I'm not going to go through all that shit. But we need to talk about it from the standpoint of that's the portion. You need to be able to have an open and honest conversation with the organization that you're attempting to be hired by and make sure that it's going to be a good fit for you both. Because think about it. Imagine that you're landing at your dream company, but you find out that their moral values are not exactly the same as yours. Now, I'll tell you, I look at it that there's an organization that I have looked at for many, many years, have read several, several, several things out of that organization. And I have told myself over and over again that I would have loved, yes, would have loved to have worked there at some point in my life. Not that I've ever been interviewed, not that I've ever properly ever applied for a job there. And I know that they have some kind of weird things that they do in their interviewing process. But as of recent, it has been acknowledged and discovered that their core values does not apply across all of their organization. 
So I know because of how the person that I am, if I would have done the cross-reference interview with them, it probably wouldn't have went too well. Because I will tell you, I have been more and more and more interviews where people say that it feels like I'm interviewing them instead of them interviewing me. And I'm talking about for job positions uh, back in the day. And I guess that's just because I'm a blabber and like to talk too much, apparently, is what it goes on. But let's talk about that a little bit, just a snidge bit more here. If you look at that and it has a misrepresentation and it was never spoken about during the interview, let's just use that as an example, and you're made a job offer and they say, this is one of the, the core things that you need to do, but it was never spoken about. What do you do? Do you take the job offer? Do you move forward or do you just kind of call it or does it vary on what it is? Because I think the relationship starts off kind of funky if you do it in that fashion. I mean, just something to think about. Now, I could be absolutely wrong. Like I tell you all the time, I look at these things and I have more questions than answers half the time. But when it's all said and done, because you're going to be there so long, you have to look at how that relationship starts. Because if it starts off rocky, well, how is it going to go in the long run? But if I said it before, I'll say it again. What do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. So for years, I have been telling you how I sleep so miserably at night, but that has all changed as of recent, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you about my friends at Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep has a sleep quiz. 
that takes just about two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why should you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you will know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody is unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have a soft, medium, and firm mattress. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. And even at Helix Plus mattresses for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz, and I was matched with the Helix Midnight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt soft, and I sleep on my side. It was such a different approach and exactly on how I was able to sleep. I love it. It's a huge upgrade from what I had before, that's for sure. The kids love it, even though they shouldn't be jumping on my bed, but that's a whole other story, and my wife loves it, which is important. So if you're looking for a mattress, you just take the quiz. You order the mattress, and you're matched to it, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't even need to go to the mattress store again. Helix is awesome, but you don't need my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com forward slash safety. That's helixsleep.com forward slash safety. There, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you up with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty. And you get to try the mattress for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com forward slash safety. That's helixsleep.com forward slash safety for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. There's Def Lev with Get Your Gloves On. Okay, 43 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. That's when it's called Get Your Gloves On, readily available on Spotify and iTunes. So Def Lev, just in case, if you don't remember the original song that they let us do, let's talk about this one. <laughs> this is the one called I Don't Give a A. You know, a lot of people like this one when we played it.
So anyways, that was the I don't give a A one when they we have played that one originally. A lot of people tend to like that one. Anyways, let's get into some talking real quick because this is going to be important. Peloton users are being warned of a new potential problem. Are you ready for this? Hackers. Cybersecurity company McAfee claims that it discovered a vulnerability that allows hackers to access Peloton's touchscreen and potentially spy on the... Oh, hold on spy on the riders via microphone and camera the good news is that the threat is likely only affects the models used in public spaces such as hotels or gyms because the hackers need to physically access the screen uv via using a usb drive mcgaffey advanced threat research team says that the hackers could possibly control the stationary bikes remotely and install apps that could look like netflix or spotify and still users login information alarmingly the team was able to spy on users via the camera and mic which normally is used for video chats and other users never have i felt more safe from cybersecurity threat yeah there you go no seriously i have never felt more safe because i don't have one of those things and i don't go anywhere where they have one so i'm not joking uh anyways uh t- tencent robotic x lab has unveiled what they are calling the segue on steroids and the terrifying-looking novel-wheeled legged robot named Ollie drives a two-wheeled vehicle leg um, appendage thanks to plenty of power and creepy tail. Ollie can jump a foot in the air and even do a backflip while jumping over a gap as shown in the newly released video. Thanks to extremely flexible extremities, it can drive um, a, it can, it can, uh, it can drive down a flight of stairs, backflip over a... a what does this say? This doesn't even say anything. It's kind of just gibberish. Uh, so they can actually actually do backflips over a good chunk of change there is what it looks like. It never deliver, and it can even deliver coffee as it's doing it. So that's the even fun part, thanks to the long robotic arms. And all of this manages to remain upright no matter what kind of abuse Hurley is able to take. But before you add Ollie to your Christmas lift... Be aware they're still very, very much in development. Sounds great, but so far it hasn't done anything to our intern. Hasn't done yet. So there you go. Not um, not anything, um, nothing too crazy. Sounds a little bit like iRobot to me um, if you really start thinking about it. So it takes all kinds. Let's talk about this. This is not a joke. A man was forced to spend almost the entire day eating at, uh, eating at a Waffle House. Why? A 24-hour eating marathon was uh, the official punishment for coming in dead last in his fantasy football league 25 year old lee sandlin of jackson mississippi uh started his cholesterol raising residency early thursday evening starting with two tasty waffles for each additional waffle eaten an hour was shaved off of his 24-hour sentence despite losing uh losing the contents of his stomach and rallying halfway through the challenge, uh, Sadlin managed to, uh, you know, to throw down about nine syrup-drenched waffles to reduce the 15 hours. Instead, words of this horror, of this was, was horrible. I recommend no one ever do this. I've been to Waffle House. Half of their uh, clientele does that every time they visit voluntarily. So think about that. I haven't been to a Waffle House in years at this particular point. I used to go when I used to hang out with the cool kids um, that used to get drunk and i was designated driver yeah that was some fun times back in the day when we were going to that anyway twin sisters anna and lucy Desclinky are close real close the 35 year olds from perth australia say that they consider themselves one person and insist on being identical in every way this includes their shared fiance ben brine's not a joke there and their plans to raise children with him in the same household 
The pair have appealed, appeared on TLC Extreme Sisters, in which Lucy tells their mother that any kids would be shared among them. And why not? Lucy says that she has also goes to the bathroom together. When one showers, the other one comes in, uh, comes in with her. Anna and Lucy and their electrician fiance have been uh, inseparable since 2011. He's the envy of other guys except the ones that have met the two. So there you go. Wow. What a crazy story. So my aunt is pretending to be my mother and some other weird shit on there. Wow. How do these stories even come about sometimes? I don't even know. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about this. Here's a list of things that you should not have in your home after the age of of 30. Stuffed animals on your bed despite uh, him being half naked. There is nothing sexy about Winnie the Pooh, nor is there an excuse to have anything in bed age 18. Um, on it at least past that and being there we're kind of being generous the whole world of decorative pillows of there should um you know be your next discovery uh old trophies no one needs to know that you were miss senior grand champion physical culture award at age 10 no one even needed to know that then so think about that plastic cups plates and uh and you know plastic plates and and We'll call silverware. That's not really silverware. It's plasticware. Uh, the only plastic things you should be uh, touching is your your lips on a McDonald's straw after a, a, a big night. You know, even plastic straws are questionable these days. Isn't it paper straws you should be hanging out with? Uh, the old mattress. A mattress should be treated like Joan Rivers treated her face. Replace it every 10 years or so. That's why we talk about mattresses here. And stick in front of a camera whenever Johnny Carson goes on vacation. Yeah, think about it. Uh, dream catchers. You you should, if you've ever had a dream catcher above your bed since you were a kid, you now are over 30. You've caught all the dreams that you're going to catch. Toss it. Hey, I didn't carry the list. Somebody else did. Anything galactic. Quilt cover, suns, moons, stars, them. Not permitted. Glow-in-the-dark, dark images stuck on the ceiling. Absolutely not. Artwork depicting planets. Uh, celery for fifth grades. Urge in under. Can I get a mulligan on this one? Seriously. Uh, cork boards after 30 uh, cork boards is best left off the board of champagne off of champagne bottles you know just a little cork right there you know what i'm talking about it's all something covered with fabric like felt and so on shot glasses by all means keep barware and booze on hand i'm not saying you shouldn't keep it but just keep it in the cabinet where it belongs Snooky and the situation should you know be able to tell you a little bit more about that stuff just in case anyways it is 50 minutes past the top of the hour and we have a friend do we have a friend? We always have a friend that should always talk about some stuff that is going on in his side. So let's get him over here and let's have him talk real quick about what is going on. Not the guy you're thinking. Insurance companies, giant hospitals, and big business don't fear going to court unless they're facing me. The courtroom is where I made my name, Jeffrey Fiker. It's where I make winning the only option. It's in my DNA. Fiker Law. 
I was born for this. I was born for this. Okay, so contact the lovely people at Figer Law at 1-800-A-WINNER. So there you go. There you go. If you want to hang out and do those things, you got that going on right there. You know what I forgot to do this morning? I forgot to tell you what Johnny Smalls had going on with a market beat. So let's do that real quick. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, June 21st, 2021. Equity markets began pulling back last week after the Fed dropped a bomb on the market. The FOMC increased its inflation target, upped the timeline for future rate hikes, and sent the market into a tailspin. The S&P 500 shed more than 1% on Friday, putting the index at its lowest level in over two weeks. If the market can't bounce back this week, the indices could be in for a much deeper correction. The S&P 500 are trading nearly 22.5 times their forward earnings and well above the 10-year average. The biggest hurdle for the market this week will come on Friday with the release of the personal income and spending data. Within the report is the Fed's favorite gauge of consumer-level inflation, the PCE Price Deflector Index. The index spiked to well over the Fed's target 2% rate last month and is expected to be hot again this month. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. He actually does hang out on the John and Heidi Show in the afternoon here on RadioBig.fm if you want to take a listen to that. Always great stuff going on on that show. Interviews, them going back and forth with each other, jabbing and jabbing and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million Drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $40 million jackpot or a $28.2 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $63 million jackpot or a $44.9 million cash payout. So if you're ready to play the game, there you go. Anyways, let's talk about the box office real quick. We're going to give you the top five. Just don't go over that real quick. Uh, Cruella, $5.1 million. Number four, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, 5.2. Number three, Peter Rabbit, 2, $6.1 million. Uh, a Quiet Place did it was came in at number two at $9.4 million. And a new number one movie in the box office. Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson's The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard at $11.6 million. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there. If you want to take out and kind of hang out and take a look at what the hell is going on inside of that world. Um, so let's continue talking a little bit more here before we get you the hell out of here. Let's talk about things that happened back on this date. Uh, let's say back in 2020, the who records a new record number of daily cases of COVID-19 at 183,020. The majority of cases are from the North and South America. So there you go. Let's talk about some birth dates for this day. Uh, Rebecca Black turns 24. Charlotte Burgess turns 36. Lana Del Rey turns 37 today. Uh, Michael Marlarkey. Yeah, that's what he said. 38. Edward Snowden, 38. Prince Williams, 39. Brandon Flower, 40. Chris Pratt turns 42 today. And Jacko Wadoto, yeah, president of Indonesia, turns 60 today. So those are some birthdays that are going on today. If you're looking for some reasons to, le- to celebrate today, let's talk about those. National Speeches and Cream Day. National Day of the Gong. Go Skateboarding Day. National Daylight Appreciation Day. National Selfie Day. Oh, because we need another day for that. National Arizona Day. National Seashell Day. And International Yoga Day. So there you go. Some days for sure that you can go about and celebrate if you're looking for a reason to.
to do so. Anyways, if you need some other things, let's talk about those real quick. Let me tell you about some whack facts, because I always think that those could be important if you're looking for those. The first day of summer in the northern hemispheres is always between June the 20th and June the 22nd. It is very uh, due to the Earth's rotation, not exactly reflecting on our calendar. Humans are scientifically proven to be happier in the summer. The dog days of summer refer to the weeks between July the 3rd and August 11th are named after the dog stuff are serious yes serious just in case uh television used shows only reruns during the summer months the idea was that everyone was outside enjoying the weather scientists say that summer babies are significantly more likely to suffer from mood swings than babies born in any other season well no shit now i found this out to think i'm a summer baby uh in the summer he the iron the iron of France Eiffel Tower expands, making the tower grow more than six inches. Ah, that's what she said. Oops, what did she just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's get you out of here, and we will be hanging out on RadioBig.FM at the top of the hour if you want to come out and hang out. If you were going to stay on the Safety FM side of the house, we'll continue to be doing some safety stuff for some different shows coming around in about. Anyways, let me tell you about a random joke for today if you need one. So here you go. If you buy bigger a bigger bed, you'll have even even more bedroom but less bedroom yeah think about that uh if you need a phone starter for today try this one what's your what's on your summer bucket list i've been wanting to make it to kentucky for some reason for the last two years don't ask me why i still haven't figured out why uh if you need a if you need something for the if you need a conversation a question for the water cooler try this one having this increases your chances of landing a job by 10 percent white teeth i know very odd there but yes that's the case anyways let me tell you about this portion real quick because this is going to be the most important thing that i tell you all day know that you're not alone whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one know that you're not alone hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression if you want to find out more information go to afsp.org that's afsp.org american foundation for suicide prevention or you can call 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-TALK or text the word talk to 741741 seriously most important thing i'll tell you the whole day so as we get to the end of this thing, just a couple more things real quick. My friend, Dr. Todd Conklin, has this little event going on. If you want to find out more information about his newest class, Bouncing Ford, join Todd Conklin at safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io for more information to see what is going on right there. So there you go. That's what I have on that side. So as I leave you here in the next few moments, a couple of things. Thank you for always coming out, hanging out, and taking a listen to what's going on here. We can't do without without you what we do here. And that's you listening. Seriously. Without the listener, Safety FM and Radio Big can't do anything. Now, keep in mind, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk, regardless on how you take a look at it. But seriously, without the listeners, nada, nada, nada peep. Keep in mind that this show has always been a radio show first, followed by some kind of streaming platform thing that we do here. And then a podcast, or is it a podcast and a streaming? I don't know, something along those lines. 
So that's why we kind of go into the weirdness of the stuff that we go into. Would always love for you to come and hang out with us, safetyfm.com or radiobig.fm. Either one. We even have safety.fm if you really want to be technical about it. But if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Failure is not falling down. It's not getting up again. We tend to forget that a lot. I want you to fall down, but I also want you to get up. Some people just fall down and never move. Don't let that happen to you. Thank you for taking a listen to what we have going on this morning. I'll see you at the top of the hour if you come over to Radio Big. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.